Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Two Peacocks. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, William McGurr. Uh, Today's show, I would like to talk about oil and fats. I've mentioned this quite a few times for any of you that follow me on Instagram or TikTok. Uh, I have mentioned over the last couple months, even about four or five months ago, the importance For this new time, these new dimensional shifts, these different timelines that are potentially available to every single person on the planet, the importance of removing oil and fat from our eating routine, at least for mine, this is what I was guided to do, and if it's working for me, it will definitely work for some of you out there. Um, The importance of this to allow your body to vibrate and harmonize with the new frequencies, the new energies that are coming into our perspective, uh, the different shifts as we move into different timelines, as we're presented with the opportunity, as the doors are opening for us to walk through, our bodies must be attuned to a specific frequency. And if you're attuned to a specific frequency, then you can resonate and move into different timelines different realities, different perspectives, different experiences, different manifestations, whatever it is that you want to call it, however it is you want to relate to it, um, it is happening. So months ago, I was intuitively prompted by numerous synchronicities, by dreams, by meditation visions, by random Uh, individuals in a grocery store talking about uh, oil and it being in direct uh, synchronistic processes with other thoughts that I was having in my head, questioning certain things like, oh, why this? Why does that happen? Why why oil is bad? Or or if you eat oil, you don't don't store fat and fat doesn't store fat. Fat burns fat and uh, the... uh, what is it, the caveman belief where if you eat the fat and then you your body releases the stored fat as energy because it knows it has more fat coming in, all that other bullshit, right? For me, most of that is bullshit. I don't believe almost any of that anymore. That was a lot of conditional programming that was there, uh, that was in place from school, from uh, the old bodybuilding era that I was in, the male fitness modeling, uh, the excessive gym Uh, steak, potatoes, fats, uh, getting a good workout in. Not excessive fats, but just being okay to having good fats. You know, the the new media push, the good fats. You need the good fats. You need the triglycerides uh, for your system. It's good for your brain. It's good for your body, uh, so on and so forth. It's not good for you at all, right? As I've evolved and come to understand my body significantly more in depth over the course of the last four years, I've started to really notice misalignments with a lot of this information, right? And the understanding that lipids buffer acids in your body, the cholesterol buffers acids in your body uh, that take place from inadequate flow of fluid or flow of energy or flow of metabolic waste in your system Lipids are very important. And yes, using oil, it it can be a very quick fix. You can feel good on it. 
It can stop everything that's happening. But does it fix the root cause of what's going on in your body? No, it doesn't. Plain and simple. Why not? Because we're not trained to address those root causes. We like doing our habitual patterns. We like being in that comfort zone of doing our routine meals or having the routine types of meals, the types of proteins, the types of sugars, the types of whatever it is that might be causing an imbalance in in the system. Doing the exact same exercise on the same mechanical machine that's rigging our bodies to specific movements that limit the total capacity of our freedom of movement that we were born with and given, uh, given with the avatars that we've chosen to manufacture to our own specs, you can say. I believe this. I believe everything that we have in our bodies is a choice that we've chosen prior to coming into this incarnation. The parents, the DNA, the traits you're going to have, the opportunities and the miracles and the blessings that you can unlock with inside of your system and the hurdles, the hindrances, the pains and the growth spurts that you set up to go through specifically for the learning process of overcoming it for the human experience. Nothing good or bad about either of those. Just a matter of perspective. To have laughter and joy and overcome them. So through this, over the last four or five months, I got a very strong prompting for oil and fats to remove them out of my diet. right? Out of my eating routine. It's not even a diet anymore. It was a diet at first. Uh, I don't even like that word. But for the most part... I was very intuitively prompted to not do this. Now, I'm standing in line at grocery stores. I'm having synchronicities happen where I'm thinking of certain things and people are saying some of the things that I'm, I'm literally getting my questions answered by random conversations of people in a grocery store. Standing uh, kind of in queues trying to get into certain areas or in queue to check out and people will say random stuff about it or synchronicities on uh, social media out of all places. It can happen anywhere. Right, oh, it's the algorithm. Yeah, yeah, sure, it's algorithm and stuff as well uh, on the basic stuff. But sometimes the universe pushes things to your perception and your awareness so that you can make note of it to pay attention to the signs and heed the advice and the guidance and the wisdom that is being presented to you. And it's a matter of being in the present moment and fully being embraced in the now moment, right? And understanding and seeing what this is that has come forward and just using it. Seeing how it applies, like, okay, maybe this, maybe there's something here. I'm thinking about oils, I'm thinking about fats, I'm getting visions, I'm having dreams about it. I'm, I have a dream about stop eating oil and your sex life will get better. That, that can mean many different things. And you know what? I might be a little off on it. It might not have been sex life, it could have just been sex in general. Um, but it was a very interesting thought to ponder. And I figured, well, what is sex? Sex with a female. I'm heterosexual. So, okay, sex will be better, which I rarely have as it is. So I thought, okay, <laughs> sure. Maybe it's because I'll lose more weight. Maybe it's because it could be directly linked to kundalini energy. Maybe it's because my testosterone will go up and my confidence will rise. My energy levels will go up and maybe, just maybe, I will have a different perspective of speaking about foods, which I clearly fucking do 
speaking about everything, not just foods in general. And it, it, some changes have happened, specifically to everything that he just mentioned. So over the course of the last four months, I've stopped eating all oil. The two and a half months fluently, I got one download that very clearly told me to stop having oil and fats. It was imperative back in May. Very, very clear. Energy of the land turned on. Wells are pumping water out on their own. The vitality, the fertility of the the earth was really kicked into motion. Uh, Energy fluxes around the planet were happening. Now, I don't watch TV. I don't follow news. Anybody that talks about anything to do with government propaganda, I delete and block. I don't have any influx of any of that information. So I I was uh, isolated and really becoming attuned to the senses and energetic surroundings that were uh, happening at this time. And for some reason, I was called to remove oil and fat. So I did it. I started really consciously paying attention to all oil and fats in my diet. Chips, vegan chips, bean field chips, corn chips, potato chips, french fries. Now, I don't really eat this food to begin with, but once in a blue moon, every couple weeks, once a month, I might indulge in it. Not so much the chips and uh, deep-fried french fries, which are absolutely disgusting and horrible for you. On a side note, you can Google Pandora's potato and find out why potatoes in North America and most of Europe are the worst food that you can eat, especially once it's been cooked or deep-fried. And then you use that potato starch in all of the food or uh, vegan food movements and the nut cheeses and uh, all these other different products, like the bread, uh, gluten-free breads, and stuff all have potato starches and stuff in it. So like it spreads. It's like a disease that's gone into everything else. So I avoid that to begin with. But in regards with the oil, I started to real really recognize the onslaught of usage of oil and fats in all of the foods everywhere. Restaurant foods. You get a rice dish. They spice it up with a bit of oil. Right? foods cooked in oil, pan-fried, oils and butters and fats, oils, butters and fats. Now, one thing that always popped into my head uh, previously that I wasn't really listening to, almost like an intuitive prompt, was the Elizabeth Blackburn and Dr. Dean Ornish study, I think out of SoCal, where they took a bunch of individuals that volunteered themselves that were extremely unhealthy, and they put them on a vegan diet, low-fat vegan diet, and a little bit of exercise. And I think that exercise included a bit of yoga. All of those individuals that followed it to a T for the nine weeks or 12 weeks, whatever the case study went for, they all increased their telomeres. They grew the telomeres of their DNA. They reversed aging, scientifically proven, Nominally, 3 4%, I believe some of them, but they did it, and it was proven. Low-fat to no-fat consumption. Vegan diet. Now, go out there 
whenever you have a chance and look at all the foods in the grocery stores, find, go to the vegan sections, go to the vegan options, the healthy options, the green healthy options, the branded, nice colored packaging that makes you think that it is a healthier option for you. And look at all the canola oil or rapeseed, industrial lubricant canola oil. That's what it was originally used for. And they had to find another use for it, so they put it in the food supply. They changed it from rapeseed to canola. And now they're moving it from canola back to rapeseed, hoping that people don't remember what it really was used for. Horrible stuff, right? Sunflower oil, all GMO'd. Oh, you can say it's a non-GMO product bullshit. You buy organic food and 80% of it is laced with chemicals from GMO spraying and cross-contamination and everything else. So you got to really be mindful of this, right? And what does oil do? When you hold water in one hand and put oil in the other hand and you, you move your fingers around and you dump it all out and everything else, what has a residue on it? Your water hand, you hold it there for five minutes, ten minutes, your hand dries off. Your skin absorbs the water right? Your skin's one of the largest organs of your body, and it's absorbent to everything that it comes in contact with. Well, that's a whole nother story. And then what happens in the other hand? The oil is slimy, it's stained there, it's slippery. And yes, there can be some healing attributes that can be manifested into an oil product, in specific with herbology, castro oils, uh, poultrices, putting them on locations that are soaked in herbs and um, used for treatments of any types of imbalances that are superficial on the skin, the epidermals, and everything else. Yes, you can use it for that. Skin creams and um, serums for your face using highly refined oils with other chemicals and a few acids and cleaning and antibacterial and antiseptic compounds. Yeah, there's benefits to it. But how much benefit that slimy, slippery, oily feeling that you feel on your hands? Now imagine that. Close your eyes and visualize water going into your body and visualize water, by the way, being the number one solvent the burning of fat and excess fat and cleaning up of garbage tissues in your system because your body is made of water. Literally, it's made of water. It's not made of oil, it's made of water. So visualize that water going into your body and being absorbed by the cells and utilized and cleaning and visualize that oil. Now remember your hand and the slipperiness of it and that going into your body. And that oil going into your intestines and into your stomach lining and requiring the amount of energy that it requires for the acids in your stomach to break down that oil and fat doesn't generally get broken down properly. And then it sits there. Then it coats everything. And then it goes into your intestines, to your duodenum, one of the more important parts of your digestive system where from what I believe is where the liver pulls a lot of the nutrients out of it, the alkaline aspect of your digestive system. Now imagine that oil seeping into those hairs and microfibers and just coating and blocking and breaking down and the the required 
molecules from the pancreas being secreted and the bile being secreted and breaking down even further in the intestines and the the amount of energy that that requires and gets sucked into your body then goes to the cells and it's utilized for energy but wait a minute your cells utilize the fat for energy it can goes through the liver breaks down and goes in different processes and by some mechanical means your body does end up using it to some extent as energy or burning it off but is it an efficient energy if you have a gasoline car are you dumping canola oil in that car fuck no you won't have a car anymore once you turn it over right your cells run on water oxygen nitrogen hydrogen glucose and fructose simple sugars that is the optimal functionality of your cells. This is scientifically proven. You can Google this shit. I'm not going to provide articles on this. If you don't know how to use a keyboard with your fingers, then there's some other blockages that I would say some people would have. But I employ you to find the interest in this if this is piquing your interest and go out there and find the information. It's a lot more valuable and impactable into your consciousness when you make the effort instead of somebody handing it over to you. So please go out there and do this if this is of interest to you. Look up the ATP production in your system. Now it'll talk about oxygen, it'll talk about glucose. What is fat? Fat's not glucose. Fat's fat. It's not sugar. Fat is fat. So what happens when that fat gets used in the cell as energy? You don't have carbon dioxide, which pushes in more oxygen into the cell, increasing the cell's vitality, increasing the energy of the cell. You don't have that process. You can get into the nitrogen utilization, which is 70%, 72% of the air that we're actually breathing is actually nitrogen, then there's 18% or so oxygen, and then there's argon, and then there's a few other components or a lot of other small micro-components that are present in the air, along with all the uh, other airborne possible pollutants and everything else. Your body will use that energy. How does it use oxygen and sugar with fat? Now imagine having that gasoline car having a whole tank of gasoline and putting in just two liters of canola oil into that gas, making it a way heavier, way heavier oil. What do you think that would do to the engine over time? It might still run. It will pucker. It'll go, it'll burn, create a lot of oily residue in the chambers and the pistons, clog up the spark plug, possibly the exhaust, Right? There'll be residue, there'll be buildup. And if you take that into a mechanic, you most certainly will find issues inside of that engine. They'll say, What the fuck are you doing? You put oil in the gas tank. Why did you do that? Look at all this residue. Okay, no problem. Most of the mechanics, they don't care. They're happy to take in your vehicle and they'll fix it. Just pay them. But your body can't be cut open and cleaned out and put back together. At least not yet. So now imagine the cells pumping like an engine and the oil going into the cell being utilized and instead of it creating carbon dioxide, forcing more oxygen into the cell to increase 
the functionality and the operation of your body. It creates a lactic acid or other types of acids that just clog the cell or that add to the lymphatic blockup of your system. Or maybe it goes right through the cell entirely and very little of it is utilized, clogging up your lymph system altogether. It then goes from your lymph channels, your toilet system, your septic system of your body. Every single cell is connected to it. Modern science is just now finding this out. The University of Toronto just put out an article a couple years ago saying, oh, we're, we're so amazed that the brain has lymphatic channels in it and it actually drains all over the place. I was learning this stuff four years ago from doctors that knew this stuff from 30, 40 years ago. Naturopathic doctors, naturopathic practitioners, people that really took time to listen to their bodies and understand the flow of energies and what was really going on. And now modern science is kind of catching up, kind of letting people know what's going on. Now, if you've had your tonsils removed, this would be very important to pay attention to, especially if you've had your tonsils removed and you are eating a lot of oil. You're going to notice your eyes, the gray tracers, the little floaties that people talk about. Your eyes are dry in the morning when you wake up, trouble opening up your eyelids. You go to the gym and your eyes dry out. You're not thinking properly. Brain fog, memory loss. I've experienced it all. When I was eating oil and fats, it's dramatically gone down and reduced almost to a non-noticeable state. But periodically it still does come back. When I know that there's a blockage or when I have the lack of movement in my system, specifically because my tonsils are removed. And what are the tonsils? They were in my case, the lymph nodes and the drainage sacs for all the lymphatic channels in my brain. And for whatever reason, I chose, before I came into this incarnation, to have that experience of having them removed, to be able to maybe sit here and talk about this firsthand from my own truths so that I can stand by it and truly know what it exactly is happening in my system and explain it and share it and then maybe others recognize it and if it's resonant for them then they can maybe make adjustments to better their life and heal themselves and have a better state of living right maybe that's why so with this oil going into your body and these fats going into your body and clogging everything up do you really feel intuitively do you feel like that's the most optimal optimal functionality of your cells is that really the best energy that your cell can produce no it's clear as day not you want to try this grab greens lettuce greens culinary herbs basils cilantro parsley mint thyme rosemary right Lettuce, all the different lettuce families, soil grown, outdoor, if possible, not hydroponic. You eat that, put it in a blender, drink up, blend up two heads of lettuce, a, maybe a pinch of turmeric root, maybe a pinch of ginger, maybe a little bit of black pepper to help drain out the mucus glands, and all those herbs, some water, maybe a couple apples. Put it in there, you blend that, and drink that for two weeks. 
every meal. That's your meal for two weeks. Watch what happens with your energy. I promise you, there will be a day after you've passed so much stool and you've been sitting on the toilet and cleaning out your intestines, there will come a moment when you take that drink and you decide to go for a walk or you have to go down the street or you're moving your body and all of a sudden you will feel fucking energy in your system that you have never felt before. I promise you that this will happen. Might not be in two weeks depending on how clogged you are and how much gluten you're eating and how much protein you're eating, animal protein, whatever is blocked up in your intestines. Might take a little bit of time. For me, it happens within two or three days, four days sometimes. For you, maybe it's quicker. For you, maybe it's longer. Just know that whatever that duration of time is, is highlighting the state of your system, the state of your body, the state of the clogged intestinal tract that you have. The utilization of the cells, the clogging of the lymphatic system, the utilization of the sugars, the simple sugars that are in those greens that are used in the body. The simple sugars. You will feel the energy off of that like you've never felt energy before. Ever. Kids are a perfect example of this. Now, if you eat oil, the opposite happens. You don't get that type of energy. It's enjoyable to eat, right? Maybe having a little bit more oil in your diet, if that's a thing in the wintertime, helps insulate your body. Why? Because it's going in and clogging up your skin and literally creating a buffer from the cold to insulate your system. Keeping stuff in your body, a preservative, Go down to South America, and I use this example as I remember reading an article about some of the tribes in the very south that would eat uh, certain animals that were really high in fat, whales and sea lions and stuff. And even in the Arctic, they do the same thing. And in the winters, this if you were to take that diet, that food, and eat it in the summertime, In the midst of summer, you would have rashes over your body, you'd be clogged up, you would not be feeling good. You would not like the heat, you'd be uncomfortable in warmer weather, you'd be uncomfortable in the humidity. That is an imbalance in your system. So there's many examples of this. I'm sharing this because... Since four months ago, when I've made that conscious effort to remove all these oils and fats out of my eating routine, I've noticed something happen in my body. The excess fat that I had on my love handles and right around my lower belly button that I've had my entire life through my male fitness modeling, through extensive training, through fat burners, cutting agents, everything under that whole spectrum of trying to be the health nut that was in the gym six, seven days a week, two, three hours at a time, right? I could never burn that off. No matter what I did, weighing out my rice, weighing out my chicken, weighing out my steaks, weighing out my potatoes, weighing out all my foods, making sure everything was telemetric and burning off as many calories as possible, I could never lose that fat in those regions of my body. Why now? Is that fat all gone? And what have I been doing? I've been going to the gym twice a week. 
I don't even do cardio really. A little bit of weights, a little bit of cardio, and I eat whatever the fuck I want that's vegan, low in salt, with no fat and no oil. Two, three cups of white rice. A cup of wild rice. Sometimes I even go and have a a bread, even though I have reactions from the neurotoxins in it that are clogging up my lungs, the wheezing and trouble breathing after eating it, there's still an addictive, hereditary, ancestral link in my DNA that really likes eating bread. So I eat it once in a while, but I don't buy the bread that has oil in it, which a lot of the bread now does. Have you noticed that? If you're over in France and you're listening to this, you're going to think this is crazy. But in Canada, go into the stores, the bagels, the tortillas, the the wraps, uh, all of the breads. There's oil all the time now. So I find a bread that's barley, maybe wheat, yeast, water, and a bit of salt. bit of salt is always a struggle as well. Sometimes little baguettes and buns and everything else, like two, three, four hundred, five hundred milligrams of sodium in each one. And you know that isn't sea salt. That's table salt. And there's tons of studies out there about how detrimental that is to your system. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I seek out whatever the best option is for me at that time and I eat it. And the point of this being, before when I would do this, when I would eat these kind of foods and have these uh, cheap meals, if you will, where I go off instead of just the greens and the fruits and whatever else that I was eating, wild rice maybe, I would have some bread or have the white rice and I would notice bloating and significant weight gain. So I wouldn't just eat a little of it. Sometimes I'd eat quite a bit of it, like a large pizza, gluten-free pizza, or a regular pizza with just pizza sauce, no vegan cheeses, no nothing, Right? I would notice gains from it. And now, I'm losing more fucking weight as I eat that. As I rarely go to the gym, I'm losing more fat. What the fuck is going on? What have I been taught? Fat burns fat. If you eat fat, fat burns fat. Fat doesn't store as fat when you eat it. What are some of the other myths and stuff that I've heard about fat growing up? You need fat, the good fats. The good fats are good for you. Uh, The cholesterol fats from animals, it's good for your brain and everything else. Well, guess what produces cholesterol in your body? Your liver. And your liver creates lipids. Well, why, why would I input another animal's lipids and stop my own lipid production and cholesterol production and use an animal-based one that is clearly not compatible with my physical animal body, this equipment that I'm in, because I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a fucking cow. I'm not a lamb. I'm not a buffalo. I'm not a fish that swims in the water with a fin. I'm not a crustacean insect of the ocean, a crab, a lobster, giant insects. I, like, my body isn't that. Yes, I can eat it as an energy source, but is it optimal for my functionality? No. Now you can go back and say, oh, well, you're eating fruits and eating greens. Are you an apple? Are you a leaf or, or whatever? No, I'm not. But what I do recognize is that the energy that is present in 
greens and fruits, look at the energy of a tree. It produces a fruit that the tree offers for you to eat, for its seeds to be spread, for it to continue its lifespan and keep on growing and create more trees that create more oxygen and cleaning of the air and photosynthesis and the sharing of nutrients back into the earth and the drawing of telluric currents into the root system of the trees, creating magnetic fields and pulsations around the trees for auric healing, forest bathing, uh, tree hugging, for nature, for birds, for uh, protecting against wind, storms, everything. Now, if I'm going to eat something and become a part of it, that sounds like something I would want to eat and become a part of. And okay, yes, I'm not an apple, I'm not a pear, I'm not an orange. But what does it have in it? Fructose. The only thing on the planet... Even greens, lettuce greens are glucose-based. They're simple sugars, they're glucose, they're highly compatible, filled with chlorophyll that replaces the hemoglobin in your blood, right? But what does fruit have? Fructose. Good fruit, ripe fruit, non-grafted, non-really crazy bread fruits. What does that not require to go into your body and be used as energy? Insulin, out of the pancreas. So it literally diffuses through the cells into the membranes, through the membranes into the cells, goes into your system and is used as energy when it's real fruit. Now there, you can go back and say that, oh, the finding real fruit, it doesn't do that for me. I'm diabetic. I'm this and that. Get off the fats and oils and stop eating protein. And all of a sudden you won't be diabetic. Mark my fucking words. Don't eat the white rice. Don't eat white bread, right? Have wild rice. And watch what happens to your system. All of a sudden, your diabetic issues are going to be gone. And if you were born with it, you'll be greatly reduced on the amount of insulin that you have to use because your body doesn't require the types of insulin to break down those sugars the way that you need it to break down polysaccharide sugars, grains, and everything else. And yeah, you can eat protein, but then you're eating protein and the protein clogs up your kidneys and you have kidney issues, and then you have adrenal issues, and then your norepinephrine, and then the 25 cordial steroids that your adrenals produce that regulate the rest of your body have issues with all of that as well. And it all cycles back. It's all intertwined. This is a huge meshing of figuring out the harmony and the balance within the system. If you give this a shot, try to do it for 30 days. No oil, no fat. Go to the gym two times a week if you're looking to lose weight. Watch your weight drop off. I guarantee it. As your lymphatic channels unclog, the lymph channels that go to the lymph nodes that bring the pH up, that then go to the kidneys, and that then go through the skin to be excreted through the skin, oily skin, pimples, zits, blockages, all of that other stuff will disappear. And once it does... You will notice that you can eat all of these other foods that are being deemed upon as bad and unhealthy, and your body will use them as energy more efficiently, and they won't store in your system as fat. Your cells will run better, right? Now, you, it's important to understand if you do go down this path, <clears throat> you want to make sure that you're going off the oil that you're not going on to eating other garbage, chemical processed foods that are high in pesticides or herbicides or fungicides or whatever else that are artificially made by inorganic uh, 
ingredients in a lab. Like if you go and you find some of the bread, it has added uh, 30 different minerals and vitamins and all this other shit, right? You can find good breads that are really seed rich, but then you got to go into food combining and be mindful of eating proteins and uh, carbs or starchy carbohydrates and your food not digesting in your stomach properly simply because the amylase digestive enzyme in your mouth neutralizes the pepsin hydrochloric digestive acids in your stomach. It thus then goes into your intestine and requires the pancreatic digestive fluids and bile and everything else to help break down through fermentation, right? So if you're mindful of these processes and you understand this and you are paying attention to not mixing these foods, you will never have a problem in your body. One, I, I want to do a plug. Most people think this is crazy, and I lose a lot of people on this. Our bodies are not meant to eat protein. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I've done. I've been off protein for nine years, ten years. Yes, I'll have chickpeas once in a while. Yes, I'll have lentils once in a blue moon. Yes, I'll have cashew nut cheese once in a blue moon. Right, But you are not meant to eat it, and I do feel it in my kidneys all the time afterwards. It's crazy. Why, if protein is supposed to be so healthy for you, which it's not, but if it is, why does it clog and cause pain and acids in my system? Right, The only, ones, uh, the only protein source that I have not noticed this on has been black walnuts. Wild black walnuts or natural black walnuts, those walnuts seem to be more compatible with my system where if I eat a cup of them, I'll have pain in my kidneys, where if I eat three or four pieces, I actually feel pretty good in about two or three days. But I have noticed when doing that, that my BO goes up, putrefaction stinking odor coming off my body. I can go to the gym four days a week, work on the farm, do all my exercise, drink water, eat the diet that I'm eating, and I don't need a shower for a month. And I don't smell. I have no body odor at all coming out of my system. I have no protein, no dense protein in my eating routine. So any of you out there that are listening and thinking that you need to have protein... Give it a shot. I could say you're wrong. I could say you're right. I could agree with you to disagree with you, whatever. The easiest way for you to find out the truth is for you to put yourself through it. And lo and behold, when you put yourself through it, you're going to find that eating protein seems to be a bit of a hindrance on your system. So then it comes back to the whole car model example again. Are you going to grind up protein powder and put it into the engine block and then add on a special uh, functionality that breaks down that protein into some kind of oil byproduct. What's really high in nuts? Fats. What does fat do? Clogs the fucking body up. Right? Our bodies are not meant to eat them. You want to make uh, almond milk or nut milks or walnut milk? Yes. Great idea. Strain out the proteins, the denser, thicker constituents that are present in it, 
and get all the nutrients out of it. Sure, that could be very healthy and beneficial. Mixed with water, amazing. Put in cinnamon and clove and maybe maple syrup or honey. Awesome. Yes, honey is not a vegan product in the mainstream eyes, but in my eyes, it is fucking vegan. It's a sugar made by bees that is highly compatible, an anti-aging, reversal aging compound that has lasted the strands of times in tombs, pharaoh tombs, Egyptian tombs, wherever it's been found. Three, four, five thousand year old honey that's still edible today. You tell me that you don't want some kind of energy like that in your system. Are you killing the bees? No. Are you cutting their heads off and bleeding them out? No. Do you need to take all the honey out of a beehive? Fuck no. Like, really logically think about this. Anyways, that's a whole other topic. So, from this conversation... From my thoughts that I'm just sharing with you on fats and oils, give it a shot. Remove all fat and all oil out of your eating routine. Be very mindful. The pasta sauces, the breads, the frozen gluten-free breads, the buns, uh, nuts, seeds, anything high in oil, sesame oil, coconut oil, MCT processed oil, 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 oil. Look it all up on everything that you're eating. Generally, you're going to find that most of the foods that you're going to be eating are going to be the foods that don't have labels on them. Oh my God, it's going into the natural food aisles, perishable foods that are sitting on the shelf that you have to eat within three days or they, they start to rot or to change and degrade or they just don't taste as enjoyable. Give it a shot. I promise you. If you allow yourself this opportunity, within one month, you will notice a difference in your system and in your body. Now, it's not always just one thing, and I want to put this in there. You can do this. If you eat a whack load of protein on top of it, I don't know how you're going to get it, but if you're to do protein powders and everything else, you're going to overload your kidneys. You're going to cause a lot of acids in your body, and you're going to go into a lot of pain while... Your liver is starting to rebalance and restart its lipid cholesterol production. If you're a meat eater, if you're vegan and you're, you're eating nuts and other oily products, but you're not eating cholesterol intake, then this reset will be significantly quicker for you. Watch what happens with your body. I'm sharing this because I hope that some of you out there try this. I hope that it piques your interest plants a seed in your consciousness, and you pay attention to all the synchronicities after hearing this podcast. People in the environment, people on social media, the influencers, the gym nuts, all these other individuals, the huge fad that's going on right now to remove seed oil and how bad seed oil is for us. You find that all over the internet. Pay attention to these synchronicities. That is your higher self, the universe consciousness communicating to you saying hey hey why don't you pay attention to this something important there's a truth there's a truth and please be mindful if you do get angry when you see these synchronicities when you listen to this if this is agitating your system if you're getting defensive and you're making justifications 
Is he a doctor? What is all this? Is he just sitting in a room by himself? Where, where, who is he? All of those little voices, that is your ego. That is your defense mechanism. That is your comfort zone that your body doesn't want to get out of. This is what you use to distract yourself. So please, please, please be mindful of this. And when you see the synchronicities, you say, oh, fuck, there's a, another one and another one and another thing about oil. And, oh, I heard this person talking about it. And why is it all over Facebook? And why is it all over Instagram? Why is it all over TikTok? Why is it all over whatever it is that you're using? Whatever access to content and information that you're going through, why is it always coming up? And, boom, if you have any type of anger or uh, disgust or judgment towards this idea, that is a huge, huge opportunity for you. Massive. You could change your entire life. Massive, the most amazing opportunity that you can have. It's up to you to decide to challenge yourself, to step over that box that you've drawn around your conscious mind and said, this is what is true to me. Everything outside is craziness, blasphemy whatever other reference you want to use to something not being in your liking. I'll leave it at that, folks. Thank you for your time and your attention. If you have any questions, DM me on social media, William underscore McGurr, or at 2Peacocks with an S on TikTok. Take care. I love you all.